computer. Hi, welcome to Two Italian Women and the Stories They Tell with Erica Martin and Diane Bovolino. And our very special guest star, Lolita Donatella Ryback, our author and life coach. We are so excited. Absolutely. And she has been giving us so much good information about goddess energy. Diane and I are fired up to do this interview and to be meeting with her. So welcome. Tell us about yourself. Hello, Diane and Erica. I'm delighted to be here. Yes, we have been talking about the goddess. It's one of my favorite topics. I'm very excited to be here. Well, so happy to have you. Your energy is absolutely incredible. And you, you've energized Diane and I just by our little conversation prior to airing the podcast. So please feel free to share and talk about whatever you like. Let us know a little bit about your business. Yes, I'll be happy to. Um, it's um, It's been a long time. It took me a long time to find the perfect methodology to help people. Uh, I was in PR and also I worked in cultural affairs at the Italian consulate for some time in Chicago. So I had this career that had nothing to do with, with um, healing modalities or other spiritual teachings. And I was very satisfied. I had success. I was on at the top of some organizations i volunteered a lot it was very fulfilling and then one day i got very depressed i thought i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to publicize publicize people that they are not helping the world or they were all fantastic people and i appreciated them and i thought no i don't want to do that anymore and uh, i was I went from having a lot of success with it to having almost no results, which was a great sign. So I started, <laughs> started to dislike, but then they promoted me. They made me vice president. Then they promoted me again, creative director. So I got stuck for two more years. And then I finally said, no more, we're done. And I left and I became a yoga teacher. And then my life, my real life started. So for 30 years, I've been studying all these um, amazing methodologies taught by the yogis. What I discovered was that in India, or at least in the Vedic system, the goddess has every power. Literally, um, I have this very beautiful special name that my spiritual teacher, Dr. Pillai, gave me. It's Lalita. She's the divine mother, the supreme goddess, and uh, she sits on the body of her husband he cannot even move until she gets up and starts dancing and creating everything so the goddess has every power uh it's exciting because also men have that kind of power it's called shakti and once you connect with the goddess energy you become very creative very um uh, joyful because she brings everything that is sustaining uh, that sustains life and also that makes life better, that makes life joyful, wealth, beauty, love, um, wisdom, even wisdom is a goddess, goddess Sarasvati. So I, this is not to belittle men, it's the other way around to, to show, yes, men have that too, and they can awaken it anytime, just with a little knowledge and a little bit of open-mindedness. It's not um, a very masculine energy, though some goddesses become masculine so they can destroy evil. And then, of course, the gods also 
cherish that power and they themselves want to be part of it. And uh, so they have concerts for that. So this archetype called Shiva is a concert, a concert whose name is Lalita or Parvati. She has many names, depending on what she's doing. <laughs> so Lalita is the more uh, like life, uh, erotic kind of concert. Parvati is the mother. So I love this uh, topic because it empowers women and I, lock, I work as a life coach with a lot of women. And a lot of women, as you know, sometimes they didn't have the perfect environment to express themselves mm -hmm. and, um, and to awaken those talents that we have within, all of us have. And so I try with my methodologies to help and empower the best in women, right? Uh, and so far, it's worked very nicely. I've had that my business since 2018. That is beautiful. And, you know, we talked about our book club that's coming up that we called Females United. And it really is about bringing women together in that spiritual energy and really tapping into what brings their soul alive, what, what is their purpose, yes. right? And so, so much of your work speaks to that. You have a book. I do. I it's called Bliss Lab. Bliss Lab, how the ancient yogis acquired the supernormal powers and how you can too. So everyone has supernormal powers. We call them supernormal because we have not been taught how to awaken them. They're actually scientific. We have them in us. And also on the subtle level, we can go to the scriptures of every religion that says you were made in the image in the image of God. Even the Bible says that, right? Mm -hmm. But the same uh, in the Vedic uh, system, they say you are God. You're not just the image of God, you literally are God. And the yogis spend a lot of time saying, God, I am, God, I am, God, I am. And they don't want to talk about anything else. They're very greedy. They don't want a job. They don't want to have a multi-million dollar businesses. I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. So they can have those supernormal powers and they can have whatever they want. They can travel through galaxies. They can become very small and very big. Okay, I don't see myself becoming very small and very big yet. But I do see how these teachings have a lot of value. And uh, I have noticed a change in me, definitely. I don't have any impossibility thinking anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up with a very, very, uh, with a set of parents who were very traditional, very much into education. They both had PhDs. So they wanted me to do that. It took a lot of uh, determination, you know, to find my own path. Mm -hmm. And it certainly sounds like you have and and part of what brought up I'm values by nature <laughs> welcome to the club well, I don't know about you well you're you're a bit of a rebel as you're yes. getting older yes. you're becoming a little more rebellious but oh. I'm definitely rebellious it must be well first of all our first connection we're all Italian women yes, yes although right. you were born and raised in Italy I was I, I am Yes, yes, yes. So I was born in Italy in the north and I lived in Rome for a long time, always in the summer. But I grew up near Milan. I went to university in Milan, near Milan and also in Milan. So I don't feel I belong to a certain area of Italy. It's Yes, it's my original country. I love it. And my parents stayed there. I'm the only one from my family who came to the United States after I got married. So um 
uh, I feel that my heart is still there, but I feel also Indian in my heart. I feel also American in my heart. So I have a big heart. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you, you do. do. And I so, try to have to be, yeah, I try to have a big heart. <laughs> well, not try, you're doing, you do have a big heart, right? And so, so coming from Italy, now living in New York, mm-hmm. um, loving being a writer, being, yes, yes being a coach and um, a Vedic astrologer. So, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting there because you mentioned so, the word galaxy and I said, oh, we're going to have to come back to that. So, <laughs> Yes, yes. I love to talk about the stars. I don't know about you, but since I was a child, I love to look at this night sky. And then one day studying all of these um, yogic um, disciplines, you know, Diane, right? You're a yogi. Yes. yes. So you you meet Vedic astrology, then you meet uh, Vedic numerology. I studied a lot of Ayurveda for over 20 years. Uh, part of those studies were with famous people like Deepak Chopra and also Dr. Oh, okay. Simon. They were stars, right? Vasant Lad, so fantastic. I, I've been exposed to fantastic teachings. At the same time, something was missing. I was teaching yoga. And I felt that people did not have the transformation I wanted them to have. And then when I moved to India for five years, I didn't really move there, but I feel that for five uh, consecutive years, I I was there. So I would come back after six months and then go back after a month. So I pretty much lived there. And I noticed that Vedic astrology made the biggest impact. And scientists were using it for everyday life. So they would check the auspicious time of the day and they would select certain times for, and I mean scientists with a reason, like um, one, I recently taught a a masterclass uh, for a foundation in India. One of the teachers uh, on that panel with me were were luminaries. They created their own software. Uh, They were uh, either mechanic engineers or software engineers. Uh, Some uh, uh, graduated from um, Oxford, actually, uh, School of Physics or amazing things. And I thought, wow, all these bright people, I cannot even compare. They're so intelligent. How do they have this passion for Vedic astrology, just like me, that I'm a yogini. I came from the other side and there's so much value in it. I I absolutely stand by it. And I think everyone should know Vedic astrology or at least consult a a Vedic astrologer because we don't have the the sun sign we have in the West. You know, Western astrology is a little different. All the signs have moved. So I believe a lot of teachings have been lost throughout the centuries because uh, hundreds of factors and calculations have been lost in the new system. Um, so we still maintain that. And we go by 3,000 years worth of case studies. So we really stand by this. We say, when the sun is here, it will do this, period. And it is like that. So that's been my experience. I've been a How long have you been studying this? How long has this been yeah, part of your I've been 20 years to to stu- study Vedic astrology, but I, uh, I've been practicing for 11 years. I have a, a BA in Vedic Arts and Sciences and uh, so Vedic Astrology. That's so amazing. once I, yeah, I really love it so much that it, I know it's an ocean and I don't even pretend that I'm done studying. I will always study this. There is a lot to, to find out about this. An ocean's huge. An ocean, yeah. yeah. So like yoga, you know, it's an yes. ocean. Yeah. 
Well, I think for all of us, we're always works in progress, right? There's like, yes. it's like peeling back one layer of an onion only yeah. to find that there's something else. I mean, as a therapist, that's always what I'm doing with my You're client. You're a therapist and you know, you see that too in the minds of so many people, right? Absolutely. And I found out that sometimes some planets become very active in our lives and that person seems totally transformed. And sometimes for better, sometimes not having problems. So you can have a lot of remedies through Vedic astrology because it's a remedial system. It's not a punishment. Hey, you're in the years of Saturn. You're going to suffer until you die. That Who wants to know that? Who needs to know that? No. So right. that doesn't the Rishis gave this system for us to fix our lives. Now, right? To, to be successful, right. to have more wealth, or even to become Wonders. enlightened. You can take it wherever you like. It sounds so, very... Sorry, no, sorry. no, no. It sounds very... Um, I've, I've always have found, from a very young age, I found astrology interesting. Just... Yes, so did I, yeah. But it wasn't a Capricorn, as they told me. I don't even have one planet in Capricorn. Oh, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Yes, so I'm a Capricorn by birth, supposedly, in the Western system. But I don't even have a planet in Capricorn. That's to show you how different these systems are, right? There's nothing Capricorn about me. Oh, so like you, I read Capricorn. Wonder who you are, yeah. Wonder what sign you really are, like the moon and the ascendant. Yeah, I love to know. I, I would to. love to find out. I, <laughs> I know you did this for a long time, and you kind of more geared away from that as your primary work in and like doing birth charts and things. But you integrate it into your work and coaching. Yes, I do. And other yes. things. And how beautiful because you also have the book that we're mutually co-authoring which is co-creating with the divine yes yes. i asked for a sneak peek on a little bit about your chapter or do you want to save it you don't have to tell oh no i can say a little about it um i don't remember much because i was the first to say (gasps) i mean to kathy kathy carey who is the mastermind behind this project. And she's yeah. amazing. She brings us all these opportunities to come together with amazing women so far. Really? Also some men have joined, right? Um, and uh, the chapter is about, hey, you're God, you forgot. And this is what's coming. The, what's coming is Satya Yuga, the time of enlightenment, the, the path where you remember who you are and that you don't have to work so hard you know, 18 hours a day, even if you want a business, you can do that very quickly because you're God. So you can have 200% life. A 200% life means completely fulfilled in the material and in the relationship and also 100% fulfilled on your spiritual path, your life purpose. And You hear this? Yeah, I need to read your chapter. <laughs> she needs to hear this. No more 18 hours. <laughs> no more 18 hours, yesterday. yeah. I've done that in the beginning of when I started my business, then I realized, no, my teachings are not going to be good if I'm burned out. And I changed my my business model. It works much better now. Yeah. So now I know you talked earlier when we were doing our, our I'm going to call it our meet and greet. You talked about karma. Yes. Karma. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd like to a little That's bit about it. It's so interesting. <laughs> I love and it. Karma, karma is a big deal. And uh, it's um, 
kind of belittled in our society, right? Do we think we are the master of the world? Yes, we are. But do we know anything about our background? Our background is multiple lives, hundreds of lives, even thousands of lives. And some people, even some souls, millions of lives. So we have had thoughts, we have had families, we've committed some crimes, we have done some good to, to society. All that put together kind of makes our makeup and uh, some choices we have made in the past are still alive through thoughts. We also have epigenetics. We literally think the thoughts of our ancestors in this life, right? Maybe they were not our ancestors in past lives, but in this one life, we're kind of run by those, those thoughts. And the moon, the moon brings you thoughts. The moon is the mind in Vedic astrology. So the way it influences the ocean, right, the tides, it literally changes like this. And we can be run by uh, this crazy moon this day that it's um, a particular uh, lunar phase that's really bad for you and you don't know why you're having all these horrible thoughts and maybe you're upset. And then the next day, the moon moves to a favorable sign and you're happy and everything goes well. So that also influences your karma and your thoughts. So there, there are people who have poverty thinking or poverty consciousness rather because the thoughts maybe are, I want a million dollars. So that's a good thought. Um, but negative thought is like, it doesn't happen to me. And that's so subtle and it's in the subconscious, right? Uh, so all those thoughts will influence the karma of a person. Yeah, and it can be changed. It's not a destiny. It is not a, a sentence. So karma must be changed if we want a good life, right? I've done a lot of work for that. Because, Sounds like yeah. it. Yeah, so I had to, if I wanted to become a spiritual teacher, yeah. We talk, a, a lot of empaths watch watch our show. My uh, favorite, close to my heart. <laughs> would you say- sensitive people, right? Very right, and highly sensitive people. people. Yeah. Would you say that the, the moon- um, affects empaths and highly sensitive people in these cycles that you that you speak of more than non-empaths or non-highly oh, thought yes good question that's a fantastic question um i like to say yes the moon influences us all we can call ourselves lunatics if we want <laughs> because literally we're run by this program that comes in goes into a certain constellation, comes into a favorable place for us individually. And maybe for another person, that's a terrible day. Um, so people who are sensitive and also maybe they have a certain placement of the moon uh, can suffer more. And they, there are placements of the moon in certain constellations that bring more uh, suffering because um, it's karmic. Of course, they're born with that moon. And and, and when they're lucky, they can use it to become more compassionate and help others. But sometimes they just feel the sorrow and they don't know how to get out of it. And that's when they call Erica, hey, help me out. <laughs> or well, they that's call what me. I was just say, okay. how that translates into perhaps labels. Yeah, that oftentimes are prescribed. I refer some people that I think no, they deserve they deserve to have a different kind of uh, help here, uh, or sometimes I give remedies for either the moon or another planet that causes troubles. Yes, because the planets are they send radiation and they influence our thoughts, so that also becomes our karma. 
and we are born with certain placements of the planets so that we are influenced in different ways uh, individually we can see that yeah you're fascinating so, you yeah. too otherwise i wouldn't be here oh how kind how kind and uh, no. obviously you have the planets of beauty right oh, good placement yeah. of venus a nice placement of the moon that makes you feminine yeah i like that pasta pasta <laughs> that's good food it's the moon the moon rules different th things uh mothers uh, feelings emotions the mind so uh, first of all water good food nurturing others and we women are obsessed with nurturing others right wow it's so true it's it so true and that's why i think it's so great to have a forum where we can all come speak the same language even if we're not speaking the same language right that, that that we're born in different countries and then we have the same interests so we are the same in a way yes absolutely i like my dolls this is the goddess i love that she's the supreme goddess her name is um actually uh Badibudai in south india but she's a form of lalita and this is another aspect of the divine mother her name is minakshi she's more important than her husband shiva <laughs> Shiva is the supreme god. He's the supreme goddess. You have to pray. To, you have to go to her temple before you can pray to Shiva. She is the uh, she is the uh, empowerment for women, basically. I wouldn't mind implementing some of these rules into my life. How do you? Think? <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? Yes. Um, yes. Besides, like psychology that. is part of the moon. The moon's domain uh, include the mind and psychology, psychiatrists. Yeah, so th those um, uh, paths are ruled by the moon. So I like to see you. Why we stay up late? Oh, really? Talking each other. Uh, yeah, we do that sometimes. Well, also when you were talking you're not about related, right? Um, you're you're friends since childhood, yeah, yeah, right? For yeah, how long? Right. Oh, wow! So like, oh, for how long? I say. Yeah. Um yes, eight years. Yes, we first started on this journey. But you know, I was thinking when you were talking about, you know, how the waves, the water is affected by the cycles of the moon, etc. I'm yeah. a cancerian. Well, maybe I am oh, according to Western. Maybe, right? <laughs> not. Would um, you like me to see now your moons? I would love that, Why not? really. Right. Oh, but how about you write your, your birth details? Uh, because I need the uh, year. The, or we can do that on another episode. It's up to you. Oh, that's fine if you don't mind. I mean, I don't want to. I'd be happy, delighted to check your moons. Yes, just um, if you can please type your birth details. I will. I have software here I can use right away. Right here, you want me to put it? Yeah, right. There we go. So Erica first or Diane first? Erica's going first. I'm going all in. I did. <laughs> we'll test it. That's one for for, our, for your audience. Yeah, okay, so June, June 23rd, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. And location, though. Um, okay. Location is very important because the lunar phases sometimes are different. The, the constellations change from depending on where we are observing that. Oh, yes. Pennsylvania. Oh, I love yeah. that. My spiritual teacher used to teach at university uh, in Pennsylvania. Really? Yes. Dr. Pillai. Yeah. He used Dr. to. Yeah. yeah. He's 
phenomenologist of um, religion. All right, so let me start your birth chart. I will send you a picture after. <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you, Lolita. Wait. Lolita. 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 I know it's a mouthful. I realize that. I'm sorry. No, I think it's beautiful. Especially now that I know the origin of it. It makes it even more beautiful for you. So being inspiration, remember that our names have vibrations, they're like mantras, so they do affect our thinking and they do influence our actions and they change um destiny. I didn't know that. I found what out from my teacher. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm oh, so I don't sorry. have your time of birth. Oopsie. Oh. Diane first, so I'm doing Diane now. Uh, my time of birth? birth. Yes, please. So, so if you have the time, at least approximately. That Thank you. Yes. Oh, 3 p.m.? Yeah. That's from the birth certificate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. About, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was always a night owl. <laughs> um, I hopefully I'm writing this correctly. Oh yes, it's correct. Yes, got it. Okay. All right, let me tell you your moon, Diane. Your moon is in Scorpio. Oh, I love it. Anuradha Nakshatra. So it's the birth star, it's the constellation. Um, let me see if um, it's a beautiful nakshatra for wealth, for fame, for friends. Um, the archetype is a king called Vishvamitra. He um, was a great king who wanted to help humanity. One, particularly, he wanted to help his um, subjects, the people in his kingdom. He wanted to make them all kings, give them the, the lifestyle he had. He was very, very uh, idealistic, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like her. Oh, that's wonderful. And uh, he actually achieved that in different ways than he thought. Not as a king. Uh, he became a sage. He went to study in a in an ashram in the forest. So he became secluded. He became, and then he meditated. And then when he passed away, he meditated for 1,500 years and he revealed mantras like the mantra for the sun and the mantra for wealth, which my teacher has revealed. <laughs> oh, it's like fantastic, a very intuitive, very sensitive, super sensitive, if anything. Agree? Yes. Yes, Agree. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Excellent. My Let me save it so I can send you a stronger. picture later. Sorry? I said my intuition lately is just getting stronger. Wow. But it will keep growing. Um, that's a very intuitive nakshatra, but also it's a very sensitive nakshatra. The moon in Scorpio, right? I didn't say that. It's um, Scorpio moon. Okay. Do you know what your name stands for? No. I just learned that Erica stands for honorable warrior. Huh? Oh, both of you are warriors. You're Diane, the goddess of hunt, right? In the Greek, um, in Greek mythology. No. Diana, Diana, Diana. All right, so now we'll look at um, Erica's uh, uh, 12, so December 26th. Oh, no, that's her birthday. Uh-oh. All right, so I think we mixed up a little bit. 
So, okay. So June 23rd. That's me. Oh, because it was typed by Diane. Oh, oh we're typing uh, on the same computer. That's probably oh, what it is. So maybe okay, the first okay, No worries. So Erica, you are, yeah. So you, uh, Anuradha Moon. I don't know if I wrote it all correctly. Can I go through it um, sure. without revealing your 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 year of birth? <laughs> Let's see. I have a million things opening up, but just as we are trying to assess this. Okay, so June 23rd at 3 p.m. in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. 2.33 a.m. Oh, okay. 2.33 a.m. 2.33 a.m. So, okay, so that's uh, Erica. Yeah, I've always been a night owl. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Let's see where your moon is. Oh, beautiful moon in Vishaka. Okay, love it. Okay, fantastic. Um, it's I'll tell you what it is. It's ruled by Venus. It's very gracious, very um uh you like people get you immediately, they like your manners, you're very refined, you love art and beauty. And uh yep, so you have a great rapport with people you meet and you just love social life, uh, but not in just to blah blah, you know what this, but you like beauty, you like art, you like uh, luxury, you see the the value in having a great life because then you can give more to others. Yes, I love that. See, does he define you in a little bit? Oh, I think so. Yeah, there's a, there are a lot of more planets to analyze, but let's talk about the moon. Yes, definitely. You you have a beautiful Venus and both, yeah, beauty obviously, and uh, the moon in a good placement for Venus uh, position. Yes, excellent. I love this because okay. this just gives us some information that we get to then take and kind of explore, figure out how it kind of shows up or explains some aspects, like you said, mm -hmm. against just like that Western view of astrology. Um, the Western view is not wrong. It just analyzes the sun. The sun is the father. Um, the sun is success. The sun is um, the self. So in the way, um, but in a birth chart, the ascendant is actually the self. So in the, so they're really two different systems. And they go by the season, right? So people in December are called Sagittarians. And people in January, usually uh, Capricorn. So it goes by the season. It's tro a tropical system. It's, it's it's a long story. And I'm not an expert, so we're going to skip that. <laughs> okay, well, before we do conclude because you've been a joy i could sit here and talk to you all what day about long. diane's moon i feel bad no i know okay diane diane january oh no december 26th mm -hmm. okay good it's your turn okay <laughs> all right so december 26 yeah 3 p.m 26 3 p.m we keep new york what state is it um, um syracuse new york Upstairs. Okay, so we, yes, yes, okay. So, Diane. So exciting. All right, to confirm, December 26th, oopsie. 
They're cute. <laughs> well, it probably would have, would have been a lot more helpful if we weren't texting everything and it was coming from both of us to her at the same time. I, I don't think we made her job. No, that's okay. December 26th at, at 3 p.m. in Syracuse, right? Um, yes. I wrote to New York, but I will change that later. Syracuse. All right, here we go. All right, ready? And the moon is coming now. <laughs> moon Taurus. Taurus, fantastic. No wonder you get along so well. Both your moons are ruled by Venus. Mm -hmm. So you love to work with women. You have this gracious way about you know yourselves. Yeah, so definitely you were supposed to be very close friends. I'm mm -hmm. not exaggerating. This is perfect. Because when we have the same planet ruling the moon, people understand each other immediately and intuitively, and they appreciate each other. Yes. You That's kind of really sad for a change, isn't it? Yes. Because <laughs> most people don't understand us at all. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, ironically, you're... You're more into luxury, actually new ideas also, because Mirgashira Nakshatra makes you, brings you a lot of curiosity about the world in a gentle way. You go around, poke new neighborhoods, you <laughs> go and explore. Do you? Do you like short travels? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the spas. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the luxury part coming out. So you finish each other's sentences. That's another sign of compatibility, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. But now we know because you have the uh, you, your moons are both ruled by Venus. So Diane, you're a Taurus, and uh, um, Erica is a Libra. Mm -hmm. Oh, good to know. Okay. I'll do a little more research on that. Yeah, I will send you the birth charts. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. So before we leave, and I'm so sorry that we have to go because I could literally spend all day talking with you. Um, any other things that you wanted to leave our audience with? Anything you wanted to say? Or and how can they get in touch with you? Yes. So you can get in touch with me on my website. It's called Shreem, like the sound of wealth, the goddess Lakshmi lab, meaning come and test it <laughs> through uh, life coaching and also Vedic astrology. And also I have a gift for your audience, if you'd like to know. I have a download. It's the most downloaded. Um, yes, uh, it's a it's a PDF. It's a PDF, but it's really what is it? It is five minutes to rewire your mind and create Ooh. everything you want. So I many like for everything. I'm gonna go get it. The free gift. I'm gonna go out there and yeah. get it. And also, Absolutely. everyone, I'll send that to you. And I'll put it. I'll put all the information down in our show notes too. Yeah. I I hope everyone will love it. And uh, again, it's the most downloaded thing on my website. I love, <laughs> I love it. It's been the yeah very helpful. Lots of um, I can tell you what it is. It's also lots of sounds, sound mantras can um, change our mindset. They can help us shift from a bad mood into a positive state of mind. So it can, it's something useful that you can use right away. Oh, well, what a lovely gesture on your part. And I'm also excited to get more people exposed to hearing about you, the wonderful work that you do. And we're hoping to stay in touch. 
Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Let's do this again. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on and spending time with us. And and giving us all this information. We appreciate it. And so sending you love and light. And love and light to both of you. And thank you so much. I enjoyed it so much. Thank, thank you. you. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.